Welcome to the Off and Going Podcast, everybody. Damn. What a Thursday night game. I, no one would have thought this would have even been a good game. But uh, whew, the Rams signing Baker made things interesting. Uh, he'd only been there for two days and and gets to go. I mean, gets to go and, and makes the most of it, man. Uh, it was, he was incredible. And it's a, it's it's a surprise in the fact that uh, he did this on such short notice. I thought he would need it would need a week to learn the offense, figure things out, kind of get a, get in the groove and, and get build some chemistry. But because to me, it's not surprising that he played played good. I mean, yeah, he didn't have any weapons, but I mean, I thought Baker Mayfield's been this dude. Like he could have done this. I thought he was good in in Cleveland. I've been saying this. They t- they sent him to Carolina and everyone's like, well, he didn't win. Like he fucking stunk in Carolina. You I gotta understand. They stripped him of all his weapons, and then were like, now go win games. You're, what do you mean? You got rid of McCaffrey, who was like the only weapon, and you got guys that just there was there was no talent around around him, like at all. In Carolina. He comes to L.A. Look what he does. You put him in L.A. and look what he does with Ben Skronik and Tutu Outwell. I mean, it's just a night and day difference. Uh, It's just for him to come in and do that on such a short notice is wild. And especially the way the Raiders have been playing, man. The Raiders have been on this upward trajectory of maybe they their, their playoff hopes were back alive. They mean, and they had to have these games, especially with their schedule. They had talked about their schedule, you know, with the, the – they're playing. They, they still got to play the 49ers and the Chiefs. Uh, those are scary matchups. But, you know, with the 49ers now not having uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who knows where that what they were going to do. I thought they might have been, you know, playing it off that they didn't want Baker. Uh I, I think they wanted Baker, to be honest with you. I think the I think there's no way in hell the 49ers didn't want Baker. After their situation, they lose their guy that they originally wanted to go with in Trey Lance. All right, now you got to bring Jimmy G back. He's doing his thing. I mean, he does what Jimmy G does, and and, and he was he was keeping the games in him, and then he wasn't. He doesn't. He's a manager. To me, Jimmy G is like the best manager of a game. Like he is the 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 most prototypical game manager he's, he will not lose you a game at all but he's not necessarily going to win you games either I mean he's in the perfect scenario but it, hey, that's not what matters he was there he was doing his thing and then he goes down so I, I I believe strongly that the 49ers wanted the wanted Baker Mayfield and it you know they didn't want to tip their cap it was a surprising move for me that the Rams went and did it uh, but now that I th- kind of th- have thought about it more, it does make a little sense in the fact that you don't know how long you're going to have Stafford, and you don't have a replacement plan for life without Stafford, and you don't really have many picks either because you've been trading it all for the win now scenario, which you did c- complete. But you have to stay in that win now scenario, so you got to find guys that are wanting to win now, and that's Baker Mayfield. I think it's a perfect marriage when you think about it in depth. It doesn't really make sense for the season, right? Because they're done, like they're not going to do anything, but. Moving forward, if this is who you're going with, and you kind of build that chemistry now, I mean, I think the, I think the Rams could be on a, a, a kind of a if if things go well like they want to with Mayfield, and I think he he would he'll be fine. You know, he doesn't even have the weapons that the main weapons there right now. So, uh, I I, th- I think he can 
can turn this thing around. And as far as the Raiders, I mean, they just—they uh, don't—they have too many injuries. The fact that they—they were even doing what they were doing was great. I think they had a, they should definitely this is the game they should have won, you know, you know, if they had lost to the Chiefs. All right, I got I get it. Right? I get it. This one though, you're like, "Oh, man." And and now it kind of put takes the the wind out of your sails a little bit, you know, if you're the Raiders because you were up, 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 up. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, that one. That one's deflating. But uh I will say, I mean, you know, they, they took away Devontae Adams for the most part. He only had three catches for 71 yards. You know, we going into that matchup with him and uh, him and Jalen Ramsey was going to be fun. And it looked like early Devontae Adams was going to have his way with him, right? That first, was it the first play he had that catch while being held and had the one-handed catch. So it looked like he was going to tear it up, but um, really went kind of quiet. Didn't, didn't, didn't have his normal game, which is kind of crazy. But, you know, they he's expected so much. Now that he's the only really weapon, and I do like what Matt Collins was was providing there for a little bit. Uh, I thought he stepped up. How they had him on the end of rounds and the sweeps and shit, I thought, you know, and some something to look at other than Devontae Adams. But you know, they just need other pieces. They need Hunter Renfro. They need Darren Waller. They had such a great team, and the, you know, injuries kind of got bit them in the worst way. But Derek Carr, you know, the defense for the Rams stepped up when need be. That that goal line interception that was huge. He, you know, he kind of got hit, so when it came out, it didn't have the enough under it, and it was just a, a duck, a pop fly, center field, easy one. So, I, it, they, you know, they had a couple bad breaks, but that, 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 that was on them. And then the, the ending pick, whatever, you don't really, you know, pay too much attention, but just – you know, they, they try to stick with Josh Jacobs and, you know, 27 carries, 99 yards and touchdown. You know, it was working, but they, they have to find a way, too, to get get in the end zone on them field goal attempts. You got to be able to convert. Couldn't put them away. Let, they let the Rams hang around way too long. You know, they had the, the, so many shots to put this thing away, and they didn't. Uh, they just hung around too much, and, and Baker found a way to, to pull this one off, so. I think it's great for them, great for Baker. I, seeing the the shit that he went through, and you know, with the whole Brown situation, how they did him kind of dirty, and all he did was, you know, try to go win them games. He, he tried to turn that thing around. Cleveland has been a just a dumpster fire for what twenty years, if not more. I mean, how many quarterbacks have they gone through, right? And you're like, you're gonna go get him, and what? But what have I done for you? He ain't even done anything for you, right? Looking at Deshaun Watson, like, man, this dude hasn't done anything. Okay, here we go. All right, got a little, got way too excited there with my, you know, hands, and there we go. Everything's just, got a little excited, messed up the mic. All right, but, but what I'm saying is, with that whole Brown situation, uh, you know, Baker sitting here like, I, I took the team to playoffs. I, you know, I went and, you know, my shoulder jacked up my shoulder early in the season, gutted it out to try to help this team, and. And y'all want to bring him in and get rid of me, but he ain't done shit for you. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that would be such a, like a punch in the fucking gut, dude. And so they, you know, he goes to, he go he wants to, he gets somewhere else, goes to Carolina and 
They're like they're like gutting the team. They're like, yeah, we're getting it rid of everybody. We we're just we're on a it's a it's a fire sale over here. And he's like, fuck, dude, I just left that situation. Like, I just left it. Like, not really the, that same situation, but he's like, damn, dude, I just we just went from a shitty situation to another situ- shitty situation. How fucked is this? And I don't know if they were like, hey man, we'll just release you, wave you, or they wanted to wave him, you know, whatever. How that went down, but they get rid of him and. And he gets picked up to a team where, yeah, they're not going to win right now, but I think he he has a real shot of doing some things there for L.A. L.A. needs a, few, a guy for the future. He's looking for someone that will just give him a fucking chance. I think him and McVay will ha- are, are such a good uh, combination, too. I think him and McVay will get along. I think that's a perfect relationship. I, I think it's a good spot for him, to be honest with you. Uh, I think he's fine where he's at. You know, he's got a, a a team now. You bring back next year. You know that same that same core, that same nucleus on defense, uh, and maybe help out the offense a little bit. You get these guys back. I think they can win. Now they need they need some running game. They need help, and they need to find a running back. I don't know who they need to go get, but they need they need a running back. So when that time comes, I think they get that. That way they can be a little more balanced because they want to do that play action shit, right? Well, it doesn't work if you can't run the fucking ball. No one's biting on play action that you you ain't running the ball. So I think they just they got a little things to, to retool, and I think they're going to be pretty damn good next year. And I think Baker Mayfield has a real shot to do something pretty good with that team. So uh, interesting to keep. Keep a keep an eye on, but the fucking Rams got to win, man. That was a that was a hell of a game. When it no one thought probably it should have been, you know, no one was expecting that game to be anything, and then out out of nowhere, here you go. Um, so I'm already already got that one wrong. God damn, took the Raiders the the Raiders. Um, let's take a look at the the rest of these games here now. Let's see, do some. Do some picks. Do some picks for the week 14. Goddamn, we're already in week 14, man. It's crazy. Week 14, this is my first time looking at it right now. So we're about to do this literally off the dome for y'all right here. All right, so let's see what we got. Ooh, 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 ooh. Interesting, interesting, interesting. We got we got the Bills and the Jets. Uh, Josh Allen and then, and then the Bills trying to – you know, take care of the division rival. Don't let them have any chance of doing anything. I the Jets are so weird, man, because they 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 had a real shot at being good, and then the whole Zach Wilson debacle, and then Mike White comes in, he's balling, and then like, and he has a game where it's like, eh, yeah. you know, against Minnesota, where really I think they played better than what that they they showed right there. I think they were. They should have won that game, truthfully. All them field goals they kick. If they can turn, t- they can't do that against Buffalo. I know Buffalo's. You know they just lost Von Miller for the year. That's huge. He's such a key piece, right? Like especially he, he, he's valuable now, but he's been he's so much more valuable in the playoffs in the future. But uh, shame for them. They're not going to have him. Uh, but. With that being said, I, I I still think I want to take the Bills. Um, just because the inconsistency of the Jets, I think they really, they, you know, their defense is so damn good too. I mean, these are really two teams with really good defenses. I really liked how the Jets play on defense. But uh, for me, what's, what's I have to lean to the consistency of what I know on offense. I think Mike White has 
potential to, you know, this could be a really fun, I think this would be a high scoring, it, it could either be a high scoring game where they go back and forth, or it could be a defensive battle and someone wins, you know, you know 20 to 15, 14 or something, you know, it, it could be something like that, so... This one's tough. I mean, they're, the Bills are favored so heavily. I think it's going to be closer than that. But I'm going to take the Bills. Um, I, I, I like the Bills this week against the Jets, it, especially at home. Bills Mafia going nuts. That's a tough one for the Jets. I'm going to take Bills. Bengals-Browns. So this is where stuff gets tricky now because we don't know when Deshaun Watson could be ready to roll, right? He could be good to go and he could be on fire but I ugh, we have to wait and see on that you know the way he looked he was rusty last week I, I don't think he's going to be looking like a st- superstar self that he was I think it's going to take more time you know uh, so I, especially on the road Bengals at home Joe Cool the way he the way he took took care of the, the Chiefs man and, and the way how he did it you know they, they're coming off some really good like putting string of wins together. They're, they're, they're finding this thing. They're in a four-game win streak against Carolina. They handled them the way they should have handled them, 42-21. I think that's really good. Uh, Pittsburgh, 37-30. You know, that's getting – that's looking like a really good win just because of how Pittsburgh's kind of playing now, right? So, they get that win. They beat Tennessee, who was playing really good at football at the, that time. 20 to 16, tough matchup. They pulled out and got the win. And then they go take the what everyone was thinking, the juggernauts. Oh, Mahomes MVP again, which I, I right now I think he is. But 27-24, they take care of that. I mean, Joe Cool is on one right now, and they've got he's getting his weapons back. He's got Jamar Chase, right? He's got he's got it all. It's kind of waiting on Joe Mixon. Um I feel like he's is he looks like he's gonna be back this week. Uh let's take a look while we got this pulled up. Hold on. They didn't show him at the top. Uh, yeah, it looks like Joe Mixon's clear to go. He's, he's good to go, so they're going to have him and P. Ryan. Tough matchup for the Browns, even though they've been playing good on defense. I understand that, but uh, offensively, it's going to take time to catch up. It's just it is what it is with that rust factor on Deshaun Watson. At some point, he's gonna, he might explode this year, and we might be back. Might take next year. We just got to see. So I'm going to take what I know I got in the, the Bengals, coming back on full strength especially. Whew. I'll take the Bengals in this one. Uh, Cowboys Texans not even going to talk too much about this one. I'm going to go Cowboys, right? But I think uh, right now the way the Cowboys been playing, man, they 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 are arguably the, the scariest team to, to face right now. And I know with the whole Odell stuff, I'm not even going to factor in Odell because he may not even get to play. What whatever's going on, I'm going to act like he's not playing, right? So to me. The Cowboys, it's the Cowboys and the Eagles in NFC that are, are just scary, right? And when they play, that's going to be a fun matchup. But uh, just the, the, the tear they have been on on teams, I mean, 50 points almost against the Bears. They put a 49 against Chicago. And I know these aren't world-beating teams. They beat Minnesota, who was supposedly, you know, a juggernaut. They've only lost one time at the time. They beat them 40-3. to but they did, they get the weird loss to Green Bay, who hasn't you know they, he hasn't beat any they haven't beat nobody they can't win right now you know they're they're you know they be, beat the Bears now but they always beat the Bears but it's just a weird that was just such a weird loss right but then you know they take care of the Giants I mean they, they put fifty four on the Colts I mean they 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 are showing. 
signs of they actually could be really good. Um, so, anything's possible right now with them. Um, and the Eagles, too. I think the Eagles are the best team right now. And Vikings-Lions. This one could be interesting just because uh, division matchup, the way the Lions been going now. Eh. I, 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 and I don't really buy the Vikings. I, I, I really don't. But the, the Vikings can can win the NFC North if they get the win here. It'll be a done deal. Um, I don't know. To me, the Lions have a real shot at this. They're at home. This, this was a tough one, man. Looking at this, you know, on paper, I you don't you just don't know what you're getting with the Lions, right? You know, they put a forty on Jacksonville. They've been scoring thirty one against the the uh, Bears, thirty one against the Giants, uh, forty against the Jags. All teams that are eh, shaky to me, not good teams. Buffalo though, they still put up twenty five against Buffalo, right on Thanksgiving. Like that's to me is I. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna go Lions. I'm gonna go Lions on this one. I, I feel an upset. I don't I don't know. I just the way I my gut tells me don't buy into what the Vikings are out here doing. I'm gonna go with the Lions. Uh, Jags Titans. Interesting. A uh, little bit here. Two teams that uh, I don't know what's going on with Tennessee. They are, they have a lot of problems. You know they're at seven and five. They're just the defense is uh has really been what's keeping them in the games, right? Keep teams down to a low scoring matchup, keep the ball on the ground, time of possession, keep the ball away from the other team, ground and pound with Derrick Henry and, and and go win the game. That's that's their style of football. Well, the Eagles proved that they they're not gonna play that. They're not gonna play that way. They're not they're not down for that. They're gonna play their way and it, they kinda expose them. The Bengals beat them, right? We talked about that. Uh they were in a close game to the Chiefs, but I don't know. I I think they 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 they're gonna have their number with Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna have a hard time with this defense. I'm gonna go with Tennessee at home, just because the way you know Trevor Lawrence is still trying to get in his his find his way. I think he's improved a lot since last year, but he's still got some bumps and bruises along the way to get, to get through. But I think the Tennessee's defense, the way they they can get after people and the way they can play, you know, even though they've had you know Caleb Farley on the IR, they've had some unfortunate injuries. Big one is uh, Jeffrey Simmons. He's questionable if he if he gets to go. Um, he's huge. They got to have him, and he didn't participate in practice Thursday. So you wonder if he's gonna get the go at all or not. Uh, I, boy. It, this is a tough one. I'm going to go Tennessee uh, on this one. Eagles-Giants. NFC East matchup. Eagles, been, yeah, to me, they're the best team in football. They've been playing lights out. Uh, Sirianni's got them boys going. Uh, the Giants, they, they're they they're something. They're, they're that team that's really hard to describe. They started off really great. Oh, my God, the Giants are back to doing their thing. Then they're losing some games, right? And they get the fucking tie to Washington. Like, you know, they lose to Detroit pretty bad. They lose to Dallas, but kept it close. So if that tells you anything, lost to Seattle. Um, barely getting a win over the Texans. I mean, it's just I, it's hard to judge what's there with the, with the Giants. 
so I, I don't know. I think they're, they they seem to keep games close for the most part, no matter who their opponent is, except for the Lions. Uh, but so I, I'm going with the Eagles. I like the Eagles in this matchup, but for me, it's more about what are we are the are the are the Giants real? Are they contenders? Or are they pretenders? And to me. This will be kind of an eye test, right? If they if they either hang in this game really close or somehow win this game, I think you'd have to kind of take them serious because, to me, the Eagles have been the litmus test of who's good and who's not. How well do you play up against the Eagles? That's kind of what everyone, everyone's kind of judging, right? So, if, to me, how they play against Philadelphia Eagles will kind of determine are the Giants for real or are they just, you know, a little bit better than last year at least on the right track. I, I don't know. To me, they, they, they've they got some figuring out to do, and then they have to turn this thing around. they got to get going now if they, if they want to figure this thing out. But I'm going to go Eagles. Ravens-Steelers. No Lamar Jackson. He's out. Uh, Steelers playing good as, as of lately. They're, they're on the upward trend. Um, I... To me, for the for the Ravens, Tyler Huntley is such a good uh, a backup for them, right? Such a good backup because he kind of plays the same style of football as Lamar. Still, you know, can do a lot of what Lamar can do. Not on the same magnitude, same scale as Lamar Jackson, but still able to do. You know exactly what the, the the offense doesn't have to change. They don't have to you know run different plays. They can just run their offense. So to me, Baltimore is, is, is oh has always been in such a good situation. And I, going back to last year, how Huntley played. I think he played pretty pretty well uh, overall. And you look at last week, came in, got finished the game off, got the win late. Um, I think more reps in practice that over time it'll help you know he was just kind of thrown in now he's going to get the first team reps he's going to that chemistry is going to get better it's going to look better still going to be a tough matchup um i do see a scenario where the the steelers can win this game uh and i see a scenario easily where the, the ravens could play to win this game i to me the ravens are just it's been so disappointing in their losses that they they should be so much better than what they put out in some of these i mean the loss to jacksonville giving up late losses Miami, late loss. Buffalo, late loss. Giants, late loss. When they lose, it's late losses, right? So so can they get a lead, hang on to it? And they're built to get a lead and hang on to it. Their style of play, they play the best keep away, game of keep away I have ever seen. right? They will run the ball in five different ways, different ways of doing it, and, and still and hurt you and go all the way down the field. It's, it's a thing of beauty of what they do, truthfully, with uh, – what they got in 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 Baltimore, so and Huntley's going to be asked to play here, pretty much the rest of the season. I think you know a few weeks. I think they'll they'll probably get him back. They'll should get back should get back if everything goes on stays on track. Uh, Lamar Jackson maybe before this playoff start, but they, you know they're in a play they're in a battle right now. Cincinnati's on a roll eight and four. They can't really afford to lose too many. So this is a a game that means a lot to the Ravens uh, and the Steelers. You know, they just been playing good football for Mike Tomlin. They're not going to quit. Um, you know, kind of trying to turn this thing around. Other than the Eagles' loss, I mean, you look 37-30 to the Bengals, 20-10 uh, against the Saints. They won, lost to the Bengals. But, you know, how what they did on Monday night against the Colts, uh, 
And what they did to my Falcons took out Atlanta, uh, and they played pretty damn good. They they were the better team and handled their business. So <sighs> this one's tough for me, truthfully. I I really really feel like the the you know with the way the Steelers been playing, but you know I I love Huntley coming in on with this offense, but gonna be tough too, man. The way that the Steelers D line's been playing, are they gonna have TJ Watt? You know, he's got ribs. Did not practice Thursday. Interesting to see if he's gonna if he'll play. But the Ravens defense, man, they you know bringing in Roquan Smith to go with Patrick Queen and Marlon Humphrey and you know, all these guys, they, they it's tough. I'm gonna go. Mm. I think the, I think the Steelers play spoiler. I'm gonna go Steelers. I'm gonna go Steelers in this one. Uh, just they're at, they're, you know, at home. It's, it's gonna be a close game. That's gonna be such a fun matchup. Even without Lamar, it's gonna be a good matchup. Chiefs Broncos next on deck. Uh, well, the Broncos are just on a bad ride, right? They're on a bad ride. Um, you know when De- when when Russ said Broncos Nation, let's ride. Not nah, this is not the ride they wanted. They signed up for. They're they're just atrocious. They've been flexed out of you know so many. Ge- they they're getting flexed out of prime time. They were in so many fucking prime time games. It's unrealistic. I mean, like why were they in so many prime time games to begin with? But whatever. Uh, but you know the Chiefs are gonna handle their business. They're gonna they're gonna take care of the Broncos. I don't smell an upset anywhere near this just because the Broncos. Are bad, man. They're scoring 13 points a game. That is just awful, dude. I mean, that is just downright d- d- embarrassing, man. Their defense only gives up 17, though, which is nuts. You know, if their offense was actually somewhat decent, they would be a damn good football team. They should easily be 9-3. and three. They could easily be the 9-3 and three team. It's so goofy. Um, I expected this, but I didn't expect this bad. Like, I expected them to be not be world beaters, but I didn't expect them to, to, for the world to beat their ass. Like, damn, dude. Uh, so, I'm taking Chiefs all the way. How, how will they respond? They're going to be a little fired up after that loss. They're going to want to prove it. They're going to they're gonna take out that loss uh, to the Bengals on the Broncos. It, it'll, I expect 40 at least from the Chiefs. I'm not even lying. On that defense, they, I um, Bucks and Niners. Everyone's talking about how this one's going to be the interesting one, right? I think it's interesting just because Brock Purdy's the man, right? Mr. Mister Irrelevant, you are the man now, and you got to go against Tom Brady, who does not look like Tom Brady. They they stink, dude. Like, the offense of the Tampa Bucks just stinks. I mean, it point-blank period. They're scoring 18 and giving up 18. They're, they're, they're even. They are even fucking Steven, dude. Um, and this this all on the offense. Like, you got to score more than what they're scoring. I don't know what has changed. What is going, like, what is so different? You know, is the outside distractions really getting to Tom Brady? Like, I, I don't know if I believe that, right? I, I just... But I don't know. Like everyone's expecting. Everybody's waiting. When's Tom Brady going to save this team? When's he going to take? And I don't know if he does. I think they just might just skate on in by default, unless you know 
Desmond Ritter pulls something wild come next week and does something crazy and turns this team, the Falcons, around. I don't know. I'm hoping. Don't know if we're going to see it. I, I don't know if, you know, ain't nobody. It's, you know, we're about the only ones that have a shot. I, the New Orleans, no. Carolina, no. Um, we have a shot, and it's so slim, it's not even funny. So, uh, I don't know what's going to happen here. It's I may, maybe no one's. This could be the like a three to ten game final. I don't know what's going to happen. I expect like no points being scored because you got the the Four Niners defense who's just been on a fucking mission. They are on a mission, dude. They are taking names, kicking ass, and taking names. No fucks given. Uh, just doing what they got to do. They're p- playing great on defense. Their defense has been lights out. Um. Coming in on a five-game, is it a five-game win streak? One, two, three, four, yeah, five-game win streak. Taking on the likes of the Rams. All right, whatever. Nah, they, they are who they thought they were. The fucking Chargers, Cardinals, Saints. The impressive one was the the, the Dolphins, right? Because if you look on paper, they ain't really beat. I think the Chargers is a tough matchup. They, they dismantled the fucking Cardinals. That was obnoxious. That was with Colt McCoy, but... Either way, they've still just been on a tear, and the defense has been lights out. Um, 33-17 against the Dolphins. I know two of whatever, but and they made Tua look like he didn't know what the hell he was doing. They made Tua look like he didn't know he, what sport he was playing. I mean, he was – he was. I don't know. That was, that was wild. The defense is impressive. Can Mr. Irrelevant do it? Can he just not mess it up? It's kind of hard not to when you have Christian McCaffrey – and uh, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. I mean, it, you got it all, man. Um, but no, it, 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 he's this kid's in a tough spot. Truthfully, it's, it's gonna be hard for him. Uh, he's just gotta go out there, take it one step at a time. Just fucking left foot, right foot. Let's do this fucking thing. Um, I know the game's probably coming at him fast, but. Shanahan's going to put him in the right spots, right? He's going to put him in the spots to not not mess this thing up for the most part. It's just on him what he does on the field. Let's see what the kids got. Fuck it. Um, it's this is a good team to do it against just because that guy over there ain't, ain't – yeah, he had a comeback, but God damn, dude, it was like no one wanted to win that fucking game. They, he just – by default, they he went and got it, but um, – I don't know. This will be interesting. When both defenses play really damn good, It'll be a fun match. And 49ers only give up 15 points. That is wild. Uh, I'm gonna go. I still got a pick. I'm trying to act like I'm not gonna make a pick here. Uh, oh man, dude. I don't know. Just maybe. Just just out of sheer hope for my dirty birds. I'm taking the Niners. I I truly think that defense is really gonna throw a lot of fits. To fucking Brady and and I think they're gonna put themselves in just enough opportunities here to to keep it close. I think the 49ers get a win. I think they can. What just from a little bit of what I've seen from Barack Purdy, you know if the kids kid can do that again, why not? Why not them? Panthers Seahawks. Uh, definitely gonna have to go Seahawks here. Um, I think they're are they going are the Panthers going back with Philip Walker? The XFL, the XFL champ, um, Philip Walker and the Panthers, Gino trying to, you know, maybe be a 
MVP of the league or some shit. But, uh, he's on a comeback for sure. Can you keep it going? Is it is this thing for real? Can they keep rolling, keep this thing sustained? Um, I think they could take care, care of Carolina pretty easily. They're at home. Should be a, a no-brainer for them. But they got to get get on track because the 49ers have leapfrogged them now. And they look pretty damn good. So, uh, even though without Jimmy G. So, that's going to be it, – it's theirs for the taking now, I think. They have a real shot at going and getting that thing. With Jimmy G out, they got to seize the moment. So they got to win the games they need to win. They have to beat Carolina, right? That's a winnable game. They must go out and go get that win. That win. No, no questions asked. And then they got to win. They just do their part and hope, you know, you got to hope they fight. the 49ers, Mr. Relevant ain't that guy, right? And then you get you get back in there and get rolling for the playoffs. But I think this is a, a good time for them to do that. They might score a lot of points. Uh, the way Geno's been able to do that on a somewhat consistent basis, you know, if he can go out and ball out again, Keep that, keep momentum going, moving forward. This is the time they need to do it. I'm going to take the Seahawks in that one. Uh, Chargers, Dolphins, <sighs> banged up. Chargers, man, they are banged up, and they just, it just, they don't seem like they can get over it. I don't, I don't think they can get over it. Uh, being as injured as they are, uh, it, it's tough, right? Pretty tough. Tua coming back. They're coming in the the Dolphins, coming off that loss. Um, Their offense is is spectacular, but, I mean, against a great defense, if they can't do – if they can't play ball against a great defense, great offenses, you got to be able to overcome that. I think, you know – the Dolphins' defense, too, at times can be pretty damn good. It's just inconsistent. They need to get real consistent on defense um, and get this thing going because they're not pretenders. They, they shouldn't be pretenders. They, this is a team that could do some damage with the weapons they got and, and the pieces they have. There's no no reason that they can't go out and and, and do this thing, but... Looks like two was he's limited practice Wednesday is what they last said. So you know he's gonna probably be in, coming into this one a little banged up. Chargers defense, Khalil Mack coming after him. Uh, you know Derwin James out there doing his thing. Kenneth Murray, they got they got a good defense. They got Chargers have good defense. They're just banged up and offensively they can't get it going because of that, unfortunately. But I think the Dolphins could take care of this. They they need to just get in and, and get out. Um, it's banged up. It's, you know, they need to keep two a little bit healthy, as healthy as they can for the playoffs. Get back, get back to being a team that I think has a pretty good shot at doing something in the playoffs. I think they get they have a real shot at the Super Bowl, but uh, they got they got to kind of dial it in on offense. I think they got some work to be had and, and be consistent on defense too, because giving up thirty three against the 49ers, that's kind of a shocker. And then we got Monday night, uh, Cardinals, Patriots. Um, Cardinals, man. What happened, dude? What has happened with the Cardinals? They, they are I, undescribable. I know without, you know, they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins and, and, and what is going on with Kyler Murray? They need to, they need uh, to protect him. He has not been able to, 
you know, he's been out missing games. It's not been in, like it just ain't look good for the Cardinals. What they're the product they're putting out right now is just bad. Their defense is bad. Uh, giving up twenty six points a game on average. I mean, they're just. I, but at times, I think it's the offenses. I think this is a case of the offense makes the defense bad, right? Because the, the offense is just can't get seem to get anything ever going. Inconsistent, to say the least. They're just they're just bad, man. They're just all around bad. New England for a minute looked like they were on their head on the right path, and then their offenses, both offenses, stink, dude. Um, you know the, the Patriots have been playing. They play good defense, but I'm just having a hard time trying to wrap my head around who I think really has a good shot. I mean, can the offense – I'm going to go New England. I know They're on a two-game two game losing streak, but Cardinals have lost four out of five. Somebody has to win here. I'm going to go New England. I think the defense just throws fits enough for Kyler Murray to just make too many mistakes, and, and I'm going to go Patriots. I think they, they find a way to sneak this one out. Just two bad teams, but the Cardinals, man, woof. Keep them off that hard knocks. They don't need to be on the hard knocks. It's it's really it's just bad. So there there's all the picks. Let me go through. I'll give you all of them in 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 order. Right. So I I went with Bills over the Jets, Bengals over the Browns, Cowboys over Texans, uh, Lions over Vikings, um, Titans over the Jags, Eagles over the Giants, Steelers. Over the Ravens. Did I go Steelers over the Yeah, I went Steelers over the Ravens. Chiefs over Broncos. 49ers. The 49ers over the Buccaneers. Seahawks over the Panthers. Uh, I got the Dolphins over the Chargers. And I'm going Patriots over Cardinals Monday night. So that wraps it up for Week 14. Um, let's talk a little baseball. Free agency. Kind of going crazy now. We got all these, all these, all these signings. A lot of crazy signings going on. Right now, um, big ones. Obviously, the big, big Kahuna, fucking Aaron Judge. Nine years, three hundred sixty million. Wanted to stay with New York. Stayed with New York. Got it done. They also are bringing in Rizzo again for a two-year, forty million dollar deal. They keep this thing going. Uh, the Mets. They made a big splash. Uh, they went and got Brandon Nemo, eight years, one hundred sixty-two million. Justin Verlander. They're bringing back that. Uh, Two years, 86.7 million. They're bringing in Justin Verlander. They get uh, Jose Quintana, two years, 26 million from uh, the Cardinals, who he looked pretty good um, at, you know, older veteran, but kind of had a little bit of a resurgence with the Cardinals. So he's they're going in and bringing him in. Uh, it looks like. Uh, the Mets trying to go out and win now. They want to they turn this thing around, but. Phillies made big moves. You know, coming off the World Series loss, they're, they're like, all right, we want more of that. They go and get Trey Turner from the Dodgers on an 11-year, $300 million deal. That's big. They get Tahan Walker from the Mets, a four-year, $72 million deal. Uh, so the fucking Phillies, man. They're, uh, they're, not, they're, not set, we're not, they're not trying to be the one-hit wonders, right? They're trying to retool. Let's go. Well, almost some fucking more of that shit. Um... And then the Padres, they go out and get Xander Bogarts from the fucking the Red Sox on an 11-year, 280 
million dollar deal. That's a big fucking move. You bring him in with Machado and Fernando Tatis. In uh, their rotation, man. Ooh, Padres. They really fucking want it. The Padres want it bad. They're trying to be that other team that that's gonna. You know, we'll just go and buy everybody like everybody else. We're gonna be the next Yankee, Dodger, fucking Mets. You know, fuck them. Rangers go out and get Jacob Degrom from the Mets. I thought this was kind of a weird one. Uh, I, I don't understand this one at all. For at least on Jacob Degrom's part, but you know. He goes and signs a five-year, hundred eighty-five dollar, hundred eighty-five dollar, hundred eighty-five million, baby. Put some M's on that. Uh, he goes and signs that deal with the Rangers. Well, the Rangers trying to get serious, I guess. Um, and the Cardinals, this one big for me. Post Yachty life, uh, the Cardinals go and get a five-year, eighty-seven point five million dollar deal to Wilson Contreras, and bring him in from the Cubs. I love this move. I've always loved Contreras on the Cubs. He was. Fucking great. Um, so I'm excited about that. Post-Yachty life is going to be kind of a quick turnaround, right? We get a successor quick. Don't have to transition that. I, I'm down for that one. I, I, I'm i here for it. I like it. I like, you know, a lot, a lot of big big splashes. I think the Houston Astros quietly went out and got Jose Abreu from the White Sox. Three-year, $58.5 million deal. I think that's a pretty interesting signing. I think, you know, he's really good. Could do a lot of good things for them on a championship winning team like that. Uh Kershaw stays with the Dodgers. I thought, you know, no surprise there. Um the Guardians went out and got Josh Bell. Uh he you know he play had a pretty good year and then he cashed it in. They bring him on a two year thirty three million dollar deal. Uh any other other big ones? Oh, the Red Sox. You know, the Red Sox, big market money team. They're trying to keep up with the Yankees. They go and get uh, Kenley Jansen from Atlanta, two-year, $32 million deal. Uh, Chris Martin from the Dodgers, two-year, $17.5 million deal. And then uh, they signed from Japan. I'm just, I'm not even going to attempt to say the first name. Yoshida. Um, he's from, from Japan, five-year, $90 million deal. This kid's tearing it up over there, supposedly, in Japan. Um, last year, batted 335, 21 home runs. Um. So that you know, we'll have to wait and see on what that could just be. Some is it gonna be some fucking star, or is it gonna be a whole different ball game when he gets here? So we'll see. With that one, that one's kind of exciting. Uh, the Cubs. Oh, I did forget the Cubs went and got Bellinger on a one-year, seventeen-point-five million dollar deals. And I'm just kind of breaking these down. We'll we'll kind of talk more about these deals and what this means, and uh, what I like and don't like about you know. Once we get further in the playoffs, I just, I just think a lot of teams going out right now getting these things. This will be interesting. We got I want to see when the dust settles here, when it's all said and done, what, how this shapes things up. But right now, it just seems like the teams that were close to winning now, they're just retooling, ready to go. They're, you know, a lot of the, a lot of you see a lot of these signings right now were just the big teams that were really good last year on the cusp of being really good last year, and they're just adding pieces. That, that that's what I'm seeing right now from all these teams He's with the Cardinals, um, the Padres. Obviously, they were you know had high hopes. Uh, the Yankees, the Mets, the Dodgers, your typical teams, but the Astros. I mean, a lot of teams here. The Guardians, you know, wouldn't got you know quite. They didn't think they did did a great job with their signings. I'm not. I wasn't a big buy. Wouldn't have bought on Josh Bell, but. Um, and the, and you know and the and the Red Sox and the Braves 
Braves to me don't need to do anything. They didn't really go out because, you know, they've already kept all their – they're keeping everything in-house. They're keeping everything, who they got and what they – they've went and found their guys and who they're – so don't forget about the Braves. Uh, they're, they're, they'll be back. But a lot of big moves, breaking that down. Just thought we'd talk a little baseball. I haven't talked much baseball in a while, but figured we – we get on that a little bit here, breaking down those big deals. A lot of big stuff coming out. And, and like I said, we'll move forward talking about the uh, baseball. And, you know, we, we're going to be gearing up for basketball season. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to leave you all with that. I hope you all enjoyed. As always, love you all. Peace.